Hello and welcome to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast. This week, we discuss episode 26 of season 4 and episode 20 of Street Fighter 2V. Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got into more. So you know that I've been buying like no. cheap five dollar movies from the Walmart, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I went a little bit above my budget recently because they had a new set release that would give you like uh, up to eight dollars on the purchase of a ticket to Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Okay. Uh, which I want to watch, and a ticket for that is basically eight bucks. So it's like buy one of these movies, and you get to see this other movie you're going to go see basically for free. Yeah. Uh, so they had Pacific Rim on Blu-ray and DVD for five dollars. Mm-hmm. That would only get me five dollars, though. I need eight dollars. They also had mortal Kombat and mortal Kombat annihilation bundled yeah. together for 750 which would give me eight dollars so i'm coming out 50 cents ahead on that deal okay. so that is what i did sure it's a good call the I... great christopher lambert as writing put pacific rim back on the shelf and i walked out of that store with mortal Kombat one and two mm. i have not seen mortal Kombat two since it came out Mortal Kombat well, Annihilation sorry it is a bad movie it's so bad you don't say uh i put that in tonight and i made it halfway through before i had to shut it off and just get up and go do something else and i don't do that very often with them. yeah uh i watched Mortal Kombat 1 again probably about 10 years ago or something and that was still all right yeah it's okay it's a weird it's, thing it's... when that's probably one of the best video game movies. It's like that Mario movie. Um, mm. Postal? No. No. The Far Cry movie. I mean, that's the best yeah. video game movie. Yeah. That had Anthony Bourdain in it. That's really? maybe a contributing factor to why he killed himself. Just want to uh, say. Throw that I mean, out there. It couldn't help. No, definitely not. Uh, yeah, so I there's there's a really good bit. It's so good that I had to shut the movie off where Jax is uh, just punching the crap out of a fully CGI monster and it looks like something from, uh, what was that, like, knockoff Incredible Reboot. Hulk thing? Oh, yeah, like... Incredible bulk or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks about that good. Great. Uh, there's so much bad CGI in that movie, which is great because, like, the first movie, there's CGI in it, but not, like, a whole hell of a lot. Like, it's also not good. It, mostly the bit with, like, Scorpion versus Johnny Cage. Yep. 
but the second one is like 90% just CGI and it's all terrible. Like even by 90s standards it looks bad. Yeah. I mean Lawnmower look, Man probably has better CGI. <laughs> I mean compare it to the previously mentioned masterpiece Super Mario Brothers from 1993. Uh like the effects in that actually look all right. It yeah. helps that a lot of it was actually practical effects and really cool set design. But even the CGI that's in there actually hasn't aged that badly, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, Mar the Mario movie holds up so well that I think a lot of people are actually coming around on it now. Finally! Yeah. About time. The same will never happen for Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> no, I, I wish hope not. I so wish my experience with that movie was the same as the Mario movie where I'm coming back to it and I'm like, oh, actually, this isn't that bad at all. This is a hidden gem. Like, to be fair, I, I have half the movie to go. I don't know what happens. Maybe it is secretly great and it just takes until halfway through to get there, but I doubt it. I also doubt it. The whole animality scene? <laughs> where... Oh, yeah, where Liu King turns into the dragon. <laughs> yep. No, 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 that's later in the movie. I'm oh. talking about the first one where I can't remember, totally not Timberwolf, like, shows up and is just this hysterically bad-looking werewolf and then moors back into a human and is just like, that was my animality. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nightwolf. <laughs> Nightwolf, yes, yeah. thank you. Oh, God, Christ. I completely forgot about the whole mom. You're alive. Yes. Too bad. You, you will, die. will die. Yep. That's a oh, Sindel, right? Yes. Yeah. Which is great because like this, the Sang Shun bit from the first movie that they keep cutting back to multiple times always has me laughing where he just points at the camera and goes, I have your brother's soul. Speaking of Mortal Kombat, uh, I've been watching Mike Schmidt, podcaster from The 40-Year-Old Boy, which is a podcast I never listen to because it's one person talking, and what kind of crazy person would listen to that? But he is very funny and has been doing Twitch streams lately. Now he's playing Mortal Kombat X uh, online. Like, apparently he dipped into story mode for a bit and was like, eh, nope, and has just jumped into online play. And the thing is... is Anyone still playing that in 2019 is pretty yeah. good at it. And yeah. the last one I saw, he gets into a match. He's like, uh, hey, it's like Black Hole Rabbit or something. If you can hear me, you're on the Twitch stream, 40-year-old boy. Uh, if you can hear me, jump up and down so I know because I'm not sure if my mic is working. And so it, the other guy picks Jason and the match starts and he jumps up and down and Mike's like, yeah, all right, good. And the other guy just immediately launches into a full combo and juggles him <laughs> for his entire health bar. Oh, man. It was good. Uh, so I did want to ask you, uh, because I know we're doing this whole anime roulette thing where the point is, in case somebody has not listened to any episodes of this podcast and is just joining us, uh, we I'm watch sorry. a... Yeah, I'm so sorry that you had to start on this one. Oh, well, you know, we we watch an episode deep into an anime series with no context. I don't know basically anything about Mortal Kombat lore. How accurate are the movies? First one's pretty accurate, actually. You know, the second actually I think is pretty accurate too. Um, 
it's just well in terms of what happens in them pretty accurate i'll mm-hmm. say that so sub-zero has like a younger brother yes in fact the younger brother okay. is the sub-zero in two or three all right and and raiden is protector of the earth realm and yep. is basically just like the not the main good guy but like the mentor good guy he's like the master roshi yeah he's the obi-wan kenobi to luke okay. king's uh, luke skywalker kind of so luke kang is is definitely like the main character like the, the air quotes main character of the of the games not just the movie of the first ones yes uh, okay of the more recent ones it's kind of been up in the air like johnny cage has been a lot more prominent than he was before mm. um, i love how they kill him within the first three minutes of the second movie yeah it's like hey we recast this actor crack he's dead now yeah um but yeah the whole thing about like uh kano having being like a mercenary or whatever all that stuff is accurate Mm. okay so this actually got me started down a, a second path um i i recently started collecting a bunch of nintendo 64 games and kind of started considering like oh if i started collecting some other type of old media or something like that like what would it be and I thought, like, what would it take to own every movie that was released in the 1990s? Um, a lot. There's thousands, yeah, there's thousands of them, so it wouldn't work out. So then I sort of whittled it down to, like, okay, what if I made a list of just very important or very good or very nostalgic movies from the 1990s? And I started looking through, and I don't know if you know how much of a banger month June of 1990 was. Uh, no, I can't say I do. Let, let, let me read down this list. Uh, on the 1st, Total Recall came out. Mm, on the okay. 15th, Dick Tracy came out the same day as Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Ooh, now that's a good On the week. 22nd, following shortly after Gremlins 2, is RoboCop 2. Yes. And then right. the 29th, closing out the month, Ghost Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing strong. Yep. And so the month starting after in July, the first movie that came out then was Die Hard 2, uh, which I think is criminally underrated. It's all right. Yeah. It's a perfectly fine movie. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, just that that particular month, though, just June kind of blew my mind because I had really no concept that, like, RoboCop 2 and Gremlins 2 came out that close together. And then just also, here's Ghost Dad and Dick Tracy thrown in. Speaking of people coming around on movies, uh, Dick Tracy, I'm glad, has been getting reevaluated. I thought you were going to say Ghost Dad. (laughs) No, no. Gonna be very worried. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, people are realizing that Dick Tracy was a secret masterpiece, mm. finally. it. I know the exact last time I watched Dick Tracy, okay. and it was when Donkey Kong 64 came out, because I got it for Christmas, and I remember Dick Tracy being on at the same time, like, I played Donkey Kong 64, shut it off, and Dick Tracy came on, and I sat through all that, and then I played more Donkey Kong 64. You watched Dick Tracy, then said, That's right. And I remember somewhere on all this, like, my mom was in the living room the entire time, and I remember her being very uncomfortable or just sort of generally upset about the big tit 
Monkey and Donkey Kong 64. Oh, I thought you were about to say Madonna and Dick Tracy. I was like, oh, well, well okay. Maybe. But no, she mostly was like not okay with the fact that she bought her Sony game where there is a monkey that has uh, huge boobs in it. Ah, you know, it was the time. The 90s was full of that stuff. That's why there's so many it... furries around now. Yeah. I mean, think of how yeah. many furries Minerva Mink is responsible for. Yeah. Anyway, I'm George Brundle, and with me is furry enthusiast Larry Davis. That's not true. Number one Minerva the Mink fan, Larry Davis. We're here, we watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, we watched episode 26, uh, Story from the Past, my name is Dapio. Dapio! Let's find out what Dapio's deal is, because um, it's a mystery, and this episode definitely isn't going to give it the way. Stapio's the boss. What? Dapio's the boss. Yeah. In case you didn't realize that Dapio's the boss... This episode, yes. like this series, is like the worst poker player in existence. Like you just like, yeah. here's my hand. Here you go. Flap. Take a look <laughs> at my cards. Here they are. Here's well, what's gonna happen. It's even better when we found out later that this was another instance of them moving an origin story up chronologically. And in this case, it absolutely does not work because it plays everything way too soon. Yeah. I mean you. So even if they hadn't moved the backstory up, um, it's you would, obvious. Yeah, you would have the bit with the fortune teller, which yeah gives away quite a bit. But still, it wouldn't be quite as obvious. Yeah, uh, this episode was a roller coaster for me because there are some really really great bits in it, and then there are some like insufferable low points. Actually, maybe just one part in particular that I just wanted to be over. Uh, but. As a more general low point, I am kind of bothered by the fact that they kind of play everything prematurely, I think. You could have built up, like, a pretty interesting mystery with Dapio and, like, what his deal is, but they kind of just lay it all out here, and... Mm. Yeah. I mean, they don't explicitly say it, so maybe they think the audience is just dumb. Like, I bet there's going to be something, like, in the next couple of episodes where it's a whole, like... Dapio is Diavolo. Diavolo is Dapio. Like that whole thing. But for now, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh as we mentioned the episode opens on a flashback. Uh we are in an all ladies prison. Nice. 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 Uh one of them is uh pregnant. Yep. Nice. Even though she's been there for two years. Yep. Uh, and also reveals that the father has been dead for two years. Also, and she was that... not pregnant yesterday. Yep. Touched by God, this woman. The Immaculate Diavoloception. <laughs> uh, so she has an excruciating childbirth uh, gives birth to a weird little red baby uh, with eyes that like rapidly change colors Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the guards there are just sort of like well you know you're in prison uh, so we need to ship this baby somewhere else well yeah I mean they can't just raise it there they have to do something send it to Sardinia uh, where a priest watches over it 
Mm -hmm. uh, basically becomes a surrogate father to uh, Dapio, who is kind of a, a, a dummy, a ditz, a simple boy. Yeah. A well-meaning lad uh, who totally meets Trisha's mom, and we know this because she has, like, all the exact same interests as Trish right down to being very particular about her water. Uh-huh. Uh, also, you which just is see her, and it's like, oh, it's the lady from the yeah. picture. Yeah. Uh, although I thought, like, we would spend more time on her, but she kind of just shows up real quick. And it's just like, hey, I'm Trisha's mom. All right, bye. Yep. Just there to let you know what the deal is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but because he's meeting with her at a at a house uh, down by the uh, on the water, uh, which I guess is is kind of for indication that we're going to see her more because we come back to that house by the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. um, his uh, surrogate father is just like, oh, well, he's coming out here a lot. Maybe I should maybe I should get my boy a car. That's nice. And oh well, yeah, he's a very sweet old man. Uh, who then has the idea of like, okay, well, if I get a boy a car, I gotta get him a garage. So he just starts taking a pickaxe to the middle of a room. Yeah, this boy, this is an <laughs> That's interesting how you build an extension. <laughs> yep, just tear up the floor. Don't bother hiring anybody or anything. Just do it yourself. Uh, just smashing away at it, going like, oh, I sure wish the internet were more available, because I have no idea what I'm doing. I mean, that's the kind of thing probably happened a lot back then. People didn't know what they were doing, and they couldn't look up, like, how to make a garage extension, so it's just like, well, I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> I just like that that his first, like, his first thought is, okay, well, I should destroy the ground, as yeah. opposed to, like, knocking a wall down. Mm-hmm. Which means he'll get, if he saw this through, he would completely destroy the floor, have no sturdy footing to stand on when he would then <laughs> need to start knocking down walls. Well, he could go outside, do it from the outside. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. The thing I, just, is, I just like that the extreme of this is him destroying his entire home. But he also has like to find just... the body, and this is before Sicario, so Araki would not have known you can hide bodies in walls. Uh, that's true. Araki only yeah, knows so things he... he's seen in movies. That's extremely like true. Yeah. I watched Mortal Kombat and forgot all the things I needed to know about being an adult, so tomorrow's going to be scary for me. But now you know how to pull your head skin off and breathe fire. Yeah. That's something, I guess. Look, in the Mortal Kombat movie... Scorpion says, get over here. So. <laughs> There's a bit where he psychs out Liu Kang and Sub-Zero and then steals Katana and just goes, suckers, and then jumps into a portal. <laughs> yeah. Just a centaur wandering around in that movie. Oh man, Claymation Goro was so good. Yeah, he was. <laughs> what a garbage movie uh, anyway uh, Dapio hid his mom and like stitched her mouth up and like put her under the ground like under the floor mm -hmm. and apparently she's been here for a while but has somehow been able to survive and like this is like actually a really good 
kind of creepy bit because not only, like I said, her mouth is all stitched up, she's bound under the floor, but like the look on her face is just so vacant and defeated that it does give you like a pretty good sense of how this has affected her mind. Also, and how she must have been under there for a very long time. And yet, yes, this is a good part, but also, I don't know how he did this. No, me either. Because we find out, like, he obviously is just using King Crimson, and I don't know how that would cause this. The only thing I could think of... God, but that wouldn't make sense either. Because this was moved up. If this actually occurred this early in the manga, my impression would be that Araki initially intended Dapio to be his own character, and that this was a byproduct of his stand power, and then Araki being Araki just went in a different direction with it, so now it's completely inconsistent. Mm. But then that doesn't work, because this happens later than everything that we watch in this episode. I mean, in this episode, we also see he still does not actually have a grasp on how King Crimson is going to work. So, er, I yeah, I but I also wonder if maybe this is something we come back to and we actually do get something to contextualize that. But also, <laughs> I have no expectation that we actually will. Yeah, no, uh, definitely not. Araki yeah. forgot so, about this scene about two seconds after he finished drawing it. Araki forgot about everything. Yeah, remember Fugo? Araki doesn't. Nope. Absolutely he will not. eventually, and then he'll write a book, and it'll be one of the few times a Rocky remembered. That wasn't even him, though. That was somebody else wrote the book. Then I take back every nice thing I just said about a Rocky. He, he apparently did the illustrations for it, which must have been great, because the person writing it was probably like, Hey, I'm doing a book about a Panacata Fugo, uh, the character that you completely abandoned and never showed up again. And a Rocky would just sit there for a second like, uh, Fu- Fugo? Mm. How often do you think Rocky's editors have to remind him that he's already used a band name for a stand? Uh, every week. <laughs> then he has to no, furiously you... erase it and put in a new one. Look, I've told you five times already you can't use Purple Haze. Wait, what? When did I use that before? Uh, so yes, his, his, uh, priest dad notices, uh, notices Dapio's mom, and then Dapio is behind him with a pickaxe, and that's all we get for the flashback. Turns out Dapio's a bad guy. Not quite. Uh, the whole place burns down. The oh, that's right. Yeah, the whole entire town burns and down. Apparently only seven people died from it. <laughs> in- including, <laughs> including Dapio. Apparently, yes. so claimed, but yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Dapio, who has notably not died in a fire, yeah, uh, has arrived in Sardinia. Uh, there is a young boy in the street, and he tries to be a good guy and saves him. But this kid is a real piece of crap. Knew that a truck was coming towards him, and basically just leaves Dapio to almost get hit. But like, what is he supposed to do? Like, that's the good part. Like, the kid's just like, yeah, I know there's a truck coming. I'm not deaf. And just, like, gets out of the way. And then Tapio is just, like, jumping out in front of the truck. He's like, oh, no. Like, I do not blame the kid at all. Like, that's on Tapio. I guess. Uh, but 
Dapio is then accosted by a fortune teller who looks like he has no business being in this anime. No. Does His not. design does not look consistent at all with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. He straight up looks like a... trying to think of the nicest way to put this he looks terrible <laughs> he looks like he belongs in like some real garbage budget anime that came out within like the last couple of years the he, design is objectively like, bad it looks like he's out of like a uh, an outlaw star or something like that i was going to go with like a fairy tale or sword art online i'm trying to think of other things that have bad character designs uh well, I actually don't think Goblin Fairy Tales... Hunter. <laughs> I don't think Fairy Tales is that bad, but that's just because the author is very clearly ripping off Oda from One Piece. Uh, sure. Um, I'm also just throwing out the names of animes that I know. I don't really know anything about them. But yeah, this guy does not look like a JoJo character at all. Yeah, no, and and so this is the bit that I really hated because this just stretches on for so long. It is interminable. Mm -hmm. This fortune teller, the gist of it is he knows that Dapio is not just Dapio, but he is also the boss. He can just sense this and really, really, really wants to read his palm to prove it. And Dapio's getting progressively more irritated with this guy to the point that he starts to, like, wig out and his eyes do crazy things and he gains, like, a ton of muscle mass. He goes, like, Super Saiyan 3, basically. Yeah. You're a corn-fed fool with a lot of muscle mass. <laughs> to quote, uh, Black Dynamite. Uh, to quote an anime that we watched, uh... That we'll get to later on in this episode, gonna burn some muscle. Yeah. I have something to reveal when we get to that anime, and I really can't wait because you're okay. gonna be so bad at me. Okay. Um, so he basically becomes the boss, uh, starts strangling this guy, it starts to ask him where Risotto is, but this guy, he cannot tell him specifically where risotto is he just knows that he is somewhere in the city he senses it and he also senses that he'll be victorious against risotto uh the boss says that he respects this guy for his fortune telling prowess and will give him a peaceful death uh he'll be very humane about it very quick and painless uh does this by ripping his arm off <laughs> while time is frozen by the way yep which he shouldn't be Please, able to do i'm Time is erased. Oh, yes. Time's erased. Yes. It's erased. Mm-hmm. Could have erased a few minutes from this whole sequence, and I would have been appreciative of it. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I do like this bit, though, because this is a, another good, like... A civilian gets wrapped up in some JoJo's shit, and it basically drives them insane. Mm -hmm. Thing like it reminds me of the senator Wilson Wilson Phillips, I think it was from like part three. Yeah, Wilson Fisk, the kingpin. Yes, that's right. Um, so yeah, he's just like, oh, huh, this palm has changed. Wait a minute, that's not his palm. It's my palm. This is hilarious. I do. Yes, I really like the end of that. Yeah. 
Anyway, he gets fucking exploded from getting punched a lot. Yep. <laughs> Quick and painless. Yep. <laughs> I mean... I mean, to be... To be fair, the boss's idea of not quick and painless was, like, slowly chopping someone up from, like, foot to head, and then putting them in glass. Yeah. So... He could do uh, a whole lot worse. Yes, he could. Um, and then the kid from before, uh, he witnesses all of this, and, uh, Dapio basically don't care. He's more interested in some bug, and then, I don't know, he erases time, whatever. Yeah, he goes and gets a taxi. Yeah. Uh, taxi, which, by the way, uh, tries to con him out of a lot of money. Uh, the meter comes up with eight, 800,000 lira, uh, which, at least in today's money, is something like 480-ish U.S. dollars. Mm, I would have guessed that it was kind of like yen, but you would take another zero off. So I had figured it'd be something like $800, but... I don't uh, know. I mean, it's still a lot, basically, for driving somebody from like the city out into the country. A little oh bit. yeah, oh yeah. I don't. Um, I didn't actually look up to see what the transfer yeah. rate was, but it like that seemed like it would be about right for the reaction that Dapio gave. I originally mistyped lira with an e, and so it pulled up the Turkish liri, and that ends up coming out to like several hundred thousand dollars in in U.S. Mm. monies. So what, what is it in Dennis Leary's? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's not worth much anymore, and no. you'd have to adjust for inflation. I mean, Dennis Leary's were worth worth so much more in the late nineties. Yeah, yeah. It's basically a dead currency at this point. It's it's like being in Brazil. It just doesn't matter. You just throw it out in this into the street. Mm-hmm. Well, invest in my new cryptocurrency, uh, Hicks coin, which is uh, all of them have pictures of Bill Hicks on the coin. Well, that's definitely a dead currency. Well, no, this stock's been going up. Nobody cared about Bill Hicks when he was alive. Uh, like, you, I don't you know, know. look, you've got... I don't like playing the the comedy cryptocurrency market. You know me. Well, you should have. Just think about if you'd gotten in on the ground floor on Dogecoin. I invested all of my money in Miller Bucks, and you remember how that went. Yeah. As I have a useless bond now that says A Chachi on it. I can't do anything with that. Well, it's just another thing to blame Dennis Miller for. My life is fucking ruined. Ruined. Rune, 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 Viking warlord. Yes, thank All you. Right. <laughs> so, Everyone's anyway, I cannot afford an Italian taxi cab. Yeah, you I don't play come room? for money. No, it's bad. Oh, I'm sure it is. I almost played. Uh, oh God, what was the name of it? It was like a really early MMO that like RuneScape. No, like, people completely... Actually, it might have been RuneScape. Like, they completely fucked the economy in it or something like that. Oh, God, I can't remember. I don't know. I wish I remembered a lot more specifics about it. It's some crazy early MMO that, like, was just super busted and people exploited the hell out of it in some really bizarre ways. Like, 
very, very early version of Eve, basically, in that what people ended up doing with the game was more interesting than the game itself. Oh. I don't know. That sounds ever, like RuneScape, ever, but... Best? Um, I don't I don't know that EverQuest anyway, really is... had, like, an economy as such. I don't, I don't quite remember. This was, like, back in the day where you had to pay a monthly subscription, though, and I could not convince my parents to pay for a video game every month. Is it Ultima Online? That's it. It's oh, Ultima. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. Lord British. Yeah, there's... Yes. Uh, so, Dapio getting taken for a ride. Uh, he does not have that kind of money. Gonna take you for a ride. Yeah. Yeah, no, just play that over the rest of this episode. Okay. The whole thing. Yep, absolutely. On loop. Uh, yeah, so he starts uh, freaking out again. Um, oh God, does his... Oh no, his suitcase got crushed earlier on. I'm trying to remember exactly how like the photo falls out. Because he's like, he doesn't want anyone to see the photo of uh, Trisha's mom. And so when he thinks this guy's seen it, he... Oh god, this is really gross too. He sticks his index finger into the guy's eye socket and like starts to get like halfway to plucking his eyeball out. Yes. He's really scooping it out there. Oh yeah. No, that's going to get in. That dude's getting pink eye for sure. Yes. Uh, and he's he almost goes through with it if not for the fact that he starts hearing a cell phone ring. <laughs> yes, this this bit could have gone on forever, and I would have been all right with it. It apparently goes on more outside of this episode because I've seen more pictures from the manga of him picking up other things and Does talking he into it. Pick up a banana. I think he might. Good. That he picks up an ice cream cone at one point. If you're doing a bit where somebody picks up non-phone objects and uses them as phones, you have to do a banana. You have to. Dapio picking up a dildo and just talking into it. Well, they wouldn't allow that. Please, this is this is a series for children, where people routinely get their limbs cut off and explode. No, no, no. This is this is in my Dao Jenny that I'm uh, working on in private. What? Dao Dao Jim? Dao Jean? All right. I only speak I only speak one language. Get off my ass. Okay. I'm not registered for Duolingo. I ain't never gonna register for Duolingo. Hop off my dick, bud. Well, I'm not registered for it either. No. I have no interest in learning any other languages because I know American and that's what matters. MAGA. Whoa, look at Mr. Cultured over here. Yep. Everything about me is Uh, American. I only eat American cheese. And I only listen to America's Top 40, hosted by Casey Kasem. Oh, that's just a quality program. I don't see what's... Well, the problem is that Casey Kasem has not hosted it for a long time, so I have to listen to the old ones from uh, 1979. Yeah, your dad's collection that he recorded. Yeah. By just holding a recorder up to the radio. Oh yeah, great sound quality. Like listening to a very early love line. Mm-hmm. 
Good thing there's uh, all these uh, high quality tapes out here now, so you can really hear Adam be an idiot in yep. pristine quality. Yeah, except you got to put up with some like bizarre intro theme that Giovanni put on there. <laughs> Stupid Giovanni! Uh, an yeah, idiot. no, because then you got to like cut it out of every episode you download, and then you also got to change that garbage ass thumbnail on it. Yeah, I love uh, starting up an episode and hearing some sort of dumb butt rock about how Giovanni is the savior of the series and like a master archivist. And then Gio want, like rambles for a while like, Oh, well, uh, but I was bitten by a dog today. <laughs> and I mean, I don't want to say anything because the owner of the dog lives in the apartment next to me. Uh Subscribe to my Patreon because this takes a lot of time. I need to buy a new deck so I can transfer two tapes at once. This is the best quality. I don't know what happens on this episode. We'll have to listen and find out. Why is he turning into Sylvester Stallone? (laughs) I don't know. I can only... Oh no, he's got Stallone Syndrome. Kind of. Like, he has this weird, like, fake deep voice that he does. It's like a, that lady from Thanos or whatever it is. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely not. You didn't see the that company that was like, they basically bilked people out of billions of dollars or something by claiming they could uh, test for all these diseases with one drop of blood. or Th- Theranos, I think? But the CEO of it is this blonde lady who's young, but she talks like that. And, Uh, (laughs) like, everybody suspects that it's just something she's putting on. This sounds like a little bit... They did, like, a documentary or something about this recently? Yes. Okay, I I saw people talking about it, but I've not actually sat down and watched it, and I didn't have any idea of, like, what it was actually about, other than some young blonde lady conned a bunch of people. Yep, it was just a giant scam from a tech company. I should watch that because, like, actually hearing what it's about now makes me way more interested in it. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but it sounds also. Good. I just want to hear her voice, so <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I might give that a listen after this. Uh, anyway, back to the best bit of the whole episode that we're just completely dropping, I guess. <laughs> Where uh, Dapio he hears a phone ring, but it's just him going like ring, 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 ring. Yeah, like dee 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 dee. Yeah. <laughs> And so he takes, like, uh, its little doll hanging from, like, the uh, rearview mirror, and it's just like, oh, you've got a car phone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, this is how he communicates with his other personality, the boss, uh, who is basically explaining, like, okay, hey, quit fucking around. Let this guy go. He didn't actually see the photograph. You have more important things to worry about. You got to get over to that house. Also, Risotto is being a creep up in the mountains over there, and you need to do something about him. Yeah, so previously when I'd mentioned I knew Dapio was like his right-hand man, it was because I had looked at the wiki article kind of on accident, and the first paragraph or something just mentions that he's his lieutenant and he shares King Crimson with him. And so if they hadn't put that, um, all the flashback stuff in this, I might have just thought he just had some weird, like, psychic connection to him. Yeah. This uh, almost makes it seem like something about King Crimson is parasitic. Yeah. Uh, 
we we've seen stands have multiple abilities before, even though we've multiple times been told that stands cannot have multiple abilities. Um, specifically, that would make me think of Killer Queen, how right. it had uh, bites the dust, and then all this other stuff that it could do. Yeah, it even um, had um, was it bite bites the dust where he plants the thing inside someone's eye. Like yeah, that seems like it would be the similar thing here, where it's like, okay, he can take a portion of King Crimson and put it in someone else. That was what yes. I thought was going to be the case, but turns out no split yeah. personality. Yeah, uh, my guess is because uh, the boss has this obsession with keeping his identity private. He has built up an alternate persona uh, to the point where it's a psychosis. Well, he's, he's I, I okay, think... so. I think they, they put... is original boss though. Like I think Diavolo's the one that's Maybe. been constructed, basically. Hmm. They did it all through hypnotherapy, so you could think he was liquid ocelot. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. No, okay, Nano machine. We're gonna put Dio's arm onto Diavolo. Okay. Yeah. Now you're that talking. way we can still have a Dio, because, I mean, sort of fucked up in part three, Dio's dead. Yep. They could just make it so he had more kids or something, I don't know. I mean... That'd be fucking stupid. It's Giovanni. Yeah. Giorno, you mean. Yes, Giorno, Giorno Giovanni. Giorno Giovanna. Oh, Giovanna. Giovanna. Right. Giovanna. Giovanna. Sorry, I was thinking about. Hey, look, Superfan for once, I'm able to correct you, so I'm going to relish in it. I was thinking about Superfan Giovanni and his <laughs> blathering intros. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, Risotto ends up uh, coming up on Dapio. Uh, taxi cab driver got out of there in the middle of uh, Dapio being a weird ass with this uh, like plushie. Um, and so Risotto's whole thing is he is assuming that Dapio is a stand user, which he's right about. Uh, he attacks him, which causes Dapio to, like, fly face first into a rock. And just busts his nose. Yeah. Just smashes it up real good. And then, like, he's reacting so genuinely in fear that Risotto's just like, oh, my bad. You're just a regular dude, aren't you? <laughs> like, I mean, well, you look like a JoJo's character, so I guess, I mean, I made an assumption. Yeah, I mean, no normal person would be wearing a sweater with a slash in it like that, but... I don't know, I guess you are just a guy. Yeah. Oh, except, you know, you use your foot to cover up that envelope. That's suspicious. So maybe you are a stand user. <laughs> but he picks up his foot, and he's like, oh... There's nothing in there. That's fine, because the photo is stuck to the bottom of his foot. Yeah, but Sneaky. you heard Aerosmith over there, which means you're definitely a stand user. This is a really good comedy bit that Risotto's doing. Mm-hmm. I like Risotto a lot. Yeah, uh, Risotto refers to him as a walking contradiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good way to describe Dapio. That's a uh, Green Day oh. song, by the way. Huh. I wonder if that's intentional, then. I think it probably is, just like um, mm. when, uh, what's-his-name, uh, Akira Otoishi said, uh, 
my guitar's got to kill your mama or whatever it was. Yeah. I So I have looked ahead a little bit uh, at chapter names, and I do know that there is a character with a stand named Green Day. So that's yep. not implausible. Um, but yeah, so they actually start getting into a bit of a fight because Dapio is trying to like close the distance since King Crimson's range is two meters. Uh, and Risotto is just like, oh, you must be like a close range stand user. Uh, so I'm not going to get near you. Also, that's good for me. Also, your mouth is just full of razor blades now. Yep. So, see, I had asked before if you knew uh, what Risotto's power was because he's in Salty Bet. And in Salty Bet, he just creates, like, me- like columns of razors everywhere. And so that was why I wondered. But apparently you did not remember this. No. Uh, so, I I think, like, if I had to make an assumption when we first saw him, it would just be, like, a general Magneto kind of thing. Where he could just control, like, he had a bunch of nails on him and he can control metal, and so he used that on that guy. Well, I think that um, is, like, actually what it is. I think it's just hmm. being able to control Well, that metal. doesn't make sense, because he, like, conjured the razors inside of But w. remember what Magneto did? Where he made, like, uh, little balls of iron out of the guy's blood? Ah. Uh, so that's what I think happened. I think about that, yeah. So he can, like manipulate the iron in someone's body and make it into things mm-hmm. that's cute then that he would also put the word stainless steel on the racers <laughs> it's kind of adorable um so yeah he, he coughs up just a ton of razor blades which oh my god like that actually would just straight up kill you your yeah. esophagus would be gone yeah uh not enough. So he like conjures up a bunch of needles that just come sticking out of his cheeks and like under his eyelid. Oh, this is mm. so gross. He should definitely be dead. Yes, definitely. Um, but instead, he's still going. He's trying to bridge that gap. And then Risotto is just like, "Okay, peace. I'm out." Just jumps uh, off just... a cliff. Yeah. Uh, just... And then, sure enough, Dapio hears a little, like, little little ringtone off in the distance. And with a mouth that's still, like, gushing blood, picks up a frog. Uh-huh. <laughs> Goes, up? Moshi Moshi! Hello, frog. It's me, Dapio. <laughs> Hold on, let me just talk into Kermit's butthole. I've got an important phone call to make. Ugh. <sighs> Jesus Christ, Dapio. Uh, so the boss is yelling at him. Mm-hmm. He the boss doesn't... is inside the frog. He doesn't say anything new The phone new call's here, coming though. from inside the frog. Oh, no. He doesn't say anything new here, though. He's kind of just like, hey, remember, you have King Crimson. Yeah. In the little head. Yeah, I just wanted to remind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that's where the episode leaves off. Um, the the next episode title is Emperor Crimson vs. Metallic and oof those are some names literally just took one letter off of Metallica uh huh I mean that's boring right Chase. I guess. yeah <laughs> but it's better than uh, Zipper Man six bullets 
Please. They really need to fire whoever is doing this because they suck. Man. So now on to part two. Roulette. Every time I look into your eyes, it's roulette. Yeah. Street Fighter 2V episode 20. What do so you think? So this is Well, all right. So first I need to disclose something to you. Uh the site that you gave me for whatever reason it was not actually loading the Japanese dub of this. Yes, I also had to find an English dub. I didn't know for one okay, thing good. that you were going to be uh, watching this Yesterday, or I would have given you the updated link. I actually watched it today. Like, okay, well, whatever. Before you, before you came on, before we started talking today, I, I had just finished it up. Okay, well, um, whatever. I watched the dub too because that was all I could find. Yeah, the the dub of this, though, I'm glad that I watched it just for the way that there's so much about this dub that's kind of great. Yes, because it's also like really bad. Yes, uh, I'm actually positive it's by the same people who did the dub of Gundam Wing, which would explain a lot. Oh, yeah, just the way that they do business. Uh, I like that the, this thing starts with like a narration that just moves so rapidly that it almost sounds to me like a 1940s newsreel. Yeah, it's just like uh, Guile is on the way in a plane. Also, Nash is there with him, and then blah blah. blah. It's like I can't. Our last episode, any the great eyed assassin Cammy sent Dora headfirst over veranda of his hotel room. Meanwhile, Ken's father asks his friend, the director of the CIA, to rescue his kidnapped son in response to two military specialists who were dispatched to Spain. Nash and Guile. Yes, I'm glad you wrote all that down. Our boys are taking the fight to Hitler. Street fighters on the march. Yeah. Uh, also, Zangief's name is pronounced Zangif. Zangif. Now, here's the thing. Zangif. Thank you. Here's the thing. That's how I used to say it, because he's Russian. Uh, see, I always that... said it as Zangif. Shut up. But he's Russian, and so it would be something like Zangif. But then everybody I've ever heard always just says Zangief, which to me sounds dumb. But whatever. Like I've always said it as Zang. Yeah, but people also always used to say Ryu. So oh, dumb. See, I don't get that. I always said Ryu. Yeah, me too. Ninja yeah. Gaiden. Also, Zan Gif talks like a caveman. <laughs> I love in this. I love the Zangief in this because uh, this is just the worst Russian accent. He also he just shows up. And he's like me. I'm named Zan Gif. Yeah, he's basically Bizarro Superman yeah. or something. Uh, and also he says that he uses the term rough sea tough seas twice. <laughs> I think he does it more than twice, honestly. Uh, it was to a point where I had to write down rough sea tough sea. I it was just like, he's saying the same thought. Twice, but... I don't know, it felt like way more than that to me. But yeah, this is... Uh... Anyway... It... 
Ryu and Zangief are fighting on a beach, and Zangief is basically trying to kidnap Ryu, but he's doing this in a way that, like, because, again, I have no context for this, it actually sounded like he had good intentions, because he's, like, trying to be friendly to Ryu. Yes. Like, uh. Zangief is so nice that, like, even if this were a bad kidnapper truck, I'd probably get in. Well, Zangief is supposed to be a good guy. Like, I, I'm not really sure... The Mortal Kombat movie is more accurate to the games than this anime is, and this was made with the direct involvement of Capcom, I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, that makes sense because they call it Shadow Law instead of Shabladoo, which is not how you say it. Shadowloo, but yes. Whatever, I was closer, is the thing. Yeah, closer than Shadow Law. Yeah, so, you know, score one for me. Yeah. Let me have this. Uh, yeah, so Zanke's trying to get him into this truck, um, which, again, I thought that this was, like, a good thing. Like, Ryu should get in the truck and that he's just sort of mistaking Zangief's intention. And then they cut over to the truck driver, who's totally wearing a bison hat. Uh-huh. So at that point, I was like, okay, don't don't get in the truck. Um, I think they must have, like, tricked Zangief or something, or their... Um... Or, I don't know, maybe they just paid him and he doesn't really know exactly what's going on. Buy some bottom of sandwich once. <laughs> yeah. So he just assumes he's a good guy because Zangief is a well-meaning, simple man. Yeah. Uh, Everybody loves truck. Zangief. Sure. Uh, truck driver uh, decides that enough is enough and he's just going to run Ryu over, which seems like it would have the opposite effect of getting him inside of the truck. Uh, maybe he thinks he can just take it, and then they can just load him in. Well, he can't, because... Oh, okay, maybe it would actually just knock him out, because what ends up happening here is Ryu jumps onto the side of the truck, and then Zangief just clotheslines him. Mm-hmm. Which is brutal. Yeah. Also, at multiple points in this episode, when people get hit really hard, it does, like, a Porygon seizure effect, with, like, the flashing red and white background. That was nice to see. Oh, I played all the Ninja Gaiden games earlier tonight, so I've had a lot of strobes flash directly into my eyeballs within oh, the last 24 hours. It's yeah. really good for you. Sure. You know, you just seize up a little bit. It's good for your constitution. You're just sitting there like uh, Agent Dale Cooper <laughs> in the red room as the lights flash in front of you, staring, eyes right. wide open. Reeves dancing on the screen. Yep. Uh, so Ryu's in the truck now um, and a helicopter touches down that has Guile and Nash in it uh, I don't think Nash is a character from the games at all yeah, he is um, he is? okay but Nash does he seemed not look like just anything a... like this yeah I was going to say he seems like a total like this is a tertiary anime character then N Nash is supposed to be clean shaven with blonde hair um, which kind of comes out into a point. Nash, also known as Charlie, uh, in some versions uh, he was the one that got turned into Blanca, but in others, like more recently, is not. But he did die. Uh, okay. In Street Fighter Five, he is playable in like he's like Frankensteined up. Um, I think he was in. Oh man, was give me a Darkstalkers cross Street Fighter anime. I believe he was in Street Fighter Alpha. As like the replacement for Guile. Mm -hmm. 
or maybe it was three. I don't remember, but he's he's been in previous ones. Yeah, I mean, well, aside from like uh, Bison and Zamgief, like everyone's design seems a bit more muted. Yeah, Ryu doesn't have the headband. Yeah, no headband on him. Guile's hair is nowhere near as guilely as it should be. No. Like it's way shorter. Guile's it's still like just pretty close though. He seemed like he had. It's still too exaggerated to be a normal crop top, but it was kind of too close to being a normal crop top. Yeah. Like it's not super fanned out in the way that it should be. Right. Um. We we see like a flash of Chun Li, and I guess she kind of looks the way that she should, and Kin mostly does. But mm-hmm. like Bison and and uh, Zangief were the ones that looked like fairly accurate. Except Bison's blue instead of red. Yeah, I don't that's know what true. that's about. Um, I don't know. But uh, they they touch down and they've just missed this truck. Uh, I don't know why they didn't just hop back into the helicopter and like follow it. Because it's a helicopter, and that would be easy to do. Uh, yeah. But Kyle's like, okay, well, that's lost cause, so. Look, I, uh, but we. I'm just saying, I'm I'm not gonna put too much thought into the logic of this one in particular. <laughs> sure. Um. We then uh, cut over to, uh, in the last episode, uh, as the flashback explained to us, Cammy murdered some dude, and uh, apparently he's not actually dead, even though he should be. Uh, and even the doctors, like, recognize that. They're like, oh yeah, no, his, like, trachea was cut into, but he seems like he's doing okay. Also, this has a lot of 90s anime stuff of the same shot repeated multiple times. Like, that bit of the oh, IV yeah. drip just shows up, like, three times. There's a lot of shots that just kind of linger in this thing, almost as if though they were like, well, it's a few seconds here and there adds up to like a couple of minutes on the runtime, and exactly. that saves like a few thousand dollars. Yep. So. Anime. Oh uh, yeah, he yeah, anime. Um. So like the 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 director guy, I'd, I don't know the dude who seems to be this guy's boss is just thinking about this meeting and how, okay, well, the only way he would have had an assassin sent after him is if, like, something leaked in this meeting where we appointed him, like, the head detective on the Shadow Law case. Uh, So, we need to move him, and the doctor's like, that's a bad idea. Uh, Dude's just like, whatever, it'll be even worse if we leave him here. This is all we get of that plot line. Yeah. Well, kind of. Sounds like this is a, a long-running thing that's been happening in this, and I have no idea what it's about. I don't know if Dorai is also a character from the games. I don't think so. Not that I remember. Okay. Um. By the way, real quick, what what is Chun-Li in the games? Is she, like, part of some, like, international task force that's trying to take down Bison or something like that? Like, what's her deal? She's an Interpol officer. And yeah. Okay. Alright. Yeah, I thought... Uh, Bi- like, I vaguely remembered her. So, Shadaloo is... It's it's changed here and there, but it is either an arm-stealing organization or, like, a Umbrella Corp type thing where they're creating bioweapons. That mm. scene, it kind of goes back and forth between the two. But, yeah, Bison, I don't think is actually, like, a dictator of any country. 
I think he's just like the leader of Shadaloo. Okay. So he's not like a big boss. I mean, he is like big boss. No, but big boss was, he always had countries. Like he controlled Zanzibar land, like outer heaven was technically like its own like, uh, independent I, state. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say Big Boss also wasn't making like female copies of himself, but he's still sort of into making copies of himself. So, sure. uh... mm-hmm. well, wait, put did, some did... tits on Venom Snake, and he's basically Bison. But um, Big Boss um... doing a Psycho Crusher. <laughs> That would be good, especially if it's still Kiefer Sutherland and he just says, do it, when he does the Psycho Crusher. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of want to hear Kiefer Sutherland yell Psycho Crusher. Uh, yeah. He does a Psycho Crusher on a Christmas tree. Hey Bison, you're a pirate, man. That would explain everything. God damn it, recast Bison right now. <laughs> So the voice of Bison in this, by the way, I don't like because he doesn't go either way that a Bison voice should be. It should either be really deep and commanding or like really gravelly, and it's neither. What if instead it were like the animated series version of Bison, which to me is the definitive Bison voice? Well, that that I would consider like deep and commanding, where he's just like, really? yes, yes, mm. yeah. It always sounded a bit more lo- like hoity to me. Yeah, kind of. But still, that like works. Having... Here, it's just like a guy. To, like, like, I've watched actually a decent amount of episodes of the animated series at this point. Great. <laughs> so, he sounds like his voice seems a bit... Yeah, I don't know. There's something about the hoidiness of it, I guess, is just specifically like my perception of Bison. Instead of just like very gravelly or very stern, there there's something more cartoonish to him for me. But, but then keep in mind, I've also played like none of the games. Bison should be cartoony though. He's ridiculous. Okay. He does spin through the air like a top. Yes. Like ideally, I think my ideal Bison voice would be uh, something like Diavolo or Dio. But I just want. Saturday morning cartoon bison. That's like the only bison voice for me. Everything else is just a weak imitation. At best. Alright. At best. This is delicious. Yeah. Uh, so, bison's whole plot, or actually, I think we go to Guile Gu- first. Guile and Nash show up at a mansion which is empty. That's all they do. They run through every room of the mansion and go, huh, nothing here. Yeah, they clean this place out fast, huh? Yeah. Weird. Kyle and Nash not accomplishing a whole lot in this episode. Nope. Not a single psych not a, not a single sonic boom was administered. No. Compared to And the... I half expected them to do it to the truck. Yeah. And like compared to the animated series when we watched, Guile did a sonic boom in that. Yeah. Chun Lee did a like a bicycle kick and got fucking punched into a swimming pool. And this, all she does is gets is she gets choked. Yeah, please, it was spinning bird kick. Spinning bird kick. Liu I'm Kang so sorry. does the bicycle kick. 
My apologies to John Lee and Liu Kang. So sorry. I apologies confused. to Baraka. I need I need to do better. Not all Chinese people are the same. Yeah. They're all distinct from one one another. Bicycle kick is not the same as a but butterfly kick? Spinning bird kick. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with me? I don't know. <laughs> I've watched too many strobe lights today, my brain is mush. Come on, there there isn't that much left in this. Let's go. I had to read I had to read Ryu Hayabusa's say, what the, like a hundred times tonight, and now my brain doesn't have the capacity for new information. Oh. Also, just as a side note, I love how many fucking times someone draws a gun on Ryu. Yeah. Constantly. You and they never learn. shoot him. No, like the first time it's just it's a tranquilizer dart. We just took you to a different location for no reason. Mm-hmm. We just wanted like a stinger at the end of this first chapter. Is the protagonist dead? No, you fucking stupid boy. No, of course he's not. Yeah, Ryu gets like a transport to a secure location. Yeah. Where, uh apparently their plan is to just have him fight bison. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Bison shows up and is basically just, he wants to see the uh, Hadouken, which yep. is pronounced as Howdouken. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ken don't do so good, by the way. He's just, like, chained up on a metal slab baking in the sun. Yeah, I don't know where, like, is Ken supposed to be in the same facility? I think like in the same facility but also outside in like a hollowed out volcano or something I, I don't know um, so so the weird thing is though in this whole part where Bison is talking about uh, oh, you have this power within you I have to see it and Ryu's like no I can't do it I haven't mastered it yet I thought they were talking about the um, the Setsui no Hodo or Hado Set, Setsui no Hado which is like the evil force that Akuma uses. And so I thought that was where it was going. I thought we were going to get evil Ryu out of this. But has has that been a thing at the time this anime came out? Yes, because this was like Street Fighter 2 time, and Akuma was in... T- to Turbo? Or Championship yeah, that's Edition? Where I, that's where I always get really confused, is, is the- because there's so many different versions of Street Fighter 2. Well, Akuma was pretty early, and this was like 95 or 96, so yeah, okay. I- I'm sure Akuma was around at this time, and that means they also probably would have had the uh, Dark Hado. There's, there's Turbo Championship, and then it's New Challengers, right? That's the other one? It was Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2, New Challengers the, the New like Challengers, where Tammy gets introduced. there was Championship Edition. New Challengers Turbo. Championship Edition, I think, is the one that made uh, Sagat and Vega playable, and maybe Bison and um, mm-hmm. Balrog. And then so New, if New I Challengers was down... Fei Long. Hold on, Fei Long T Hawk. <sighs> I don't know. 
if I sat down and played one version of Street Fighter 2, like, what's the definitive one? Like, what's the one that people should sit down and play if they've not played any version of that game? Turbo. Okay. Even though I don't like the increased speed in Turbo, I think you can turn that off. But Turbo has a lot like of characters. A, I kind of like a good, fast fighting game, so that actually sounds, like, more appealing to me. Yeah, I just don't really think it works for Street Fighter 2. Uh, again, I got like no real frame of reference. Like I've I've played it, but I've not sat down and spent a lot of time with Street Fighter Two. I've not done the story mode in any of those games. It's usually been like, hey, it's I got no the ROM story. for this thing. Okay, see, I don't know. Like I've always just it's been that I've had the ROM for it, and when a friend is over, occasionally we'll play like a match, and then we'll move on to something else. Yeah, I mean, there's a single player mode where like you get the little bits of like go home and be a family man or whatever, but there's no like story. <laughs> there's story no actual. To it. Okay. Oh, see, I I don't know. I didn't know if maybe they put that in a different version of it. I I have no idea. Um, Three uh, Alpha and Third Strike had a little bit of story stuff in the single player. Like arcade modes, uh, four had quite a bit. And five... Look, man, when I'm playing fighting games, it's usually something by SNK. Sure. Where's just... my King of Fighters anime? Uh, well, there's a Fatal Fury but... OVA, uh, made by but, Mamoru but Johnny Oshii. Kane in an anime. <laughs> Do it. I wonder if he's in that. The only reason to not put him in an anime is because you are fucking afraid to. I have not seen the Fatal OVA. Uh, it's probably good. There, There's a, doc, a, a Dark Stalkers anime, right? There has to be. There was an animated series like the uh, Street Fighter one. Because so I watched that when it came out. What? Yep. Oh my god. I think it was the same company that made it, too. Holy shit. They even had Felicia and Morrigan in it, which you would think That's... would not be conducive to a Saturday morning cartoon series, but they were in it. Man. That's so much better than me thinking I was going to sit down and watch like a Darkstalkers OVA. Like, <laughs> there might so be, much better. There might be a actual Japanese version as well, like this is, but I don't know. There has to be. That thing is... Darkstalkers is perfect fodder for an anime. It yeah. it would be kind of weird if it did not exist. Sure, you um, got vampires, you got zombies, you got a Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah pretty ladies and a a fish man. Got got a bee lady who stings you and then she dies, but it's fine because she gets replaced by another bee lady who has the same amount of health for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Frank. Everyone loves Frey. Don't get much more anime than Frankenstein. Well, his name's Victor, please. I'm sorry. My apologies for He Victor. is a Frankenstein, but his name is not Frankenstein. I need to do better. Not all Frankensteins are the same. Apologies to Victor. I'm... Hashtag not all Frankensteins. <laughs> Frankensteins. Yep. Okay. Some old person mispronouncing it on purpose just to piss his kids off. <laughs> you Are you reading the Frankensteins? Ugh, it's Frankenstein, Dad. Shout out to Matt. 
who doesn't listen to this and never will, Simo, or no, he's now Matt at Radical.town. Matt's great. Uh, Go water. check. Matt, it's a, one of my favorite posts, is he said, Frankincense is short for Frankenstein census, which is when they gather the names and ages of all Frankensteins, or something like that. Like, it just devolves as it goes on. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, I love Matt. Uh, Shout out to Matt. So anyway, Bison wants to see all of Matt's Frankenstein posts. Yep. Uh, so they devised this special toot-catching room. Ooh. Have I got all the terminology correct? Did I do that right? Yeah, so far. Okay. Well, so it, Ryu has to do the how do Kim. Uh, in order to get his freedom, and then the proposition is basically if he doesn't win this fight, then he will be the newest member of Shadow Law, and maybe in time he'll like being a bad dude. Uh, turns out, as the episode preview for the next episode suggests, uh, he'd probably definitely like it because Bison's just jamming microchips into people's brains. Yes. Like... <laughs> they don't really gotta... That next episode on thing has a long period of just Cammy relaxing in the sun. <laughs> yeah, it's just like after Cammy did a murder, she just decides to take a little vacation. Yep. Which just is close great. up on these Good legs. On you, Cammy. You deserve it. Cammy needs some Cammy time. Oh man, I hope Cammy doesn't get punched into that pool by a Blanca or something. It's been conditioned at this point to think that whenever a pool is present in the Street Fighter, someone's getting punched directly into it. Watch out for Blancas. <laughs> uh, so, uh, there's a bunch of uh, Dr. Dudes in the other room. They're basically monitoring power levels. Um, Ooh. And Ryu's power is like a solid column, according to them. Uh, unless I blinked and I missed it, they don't actually have a visual representation for this that the audience gets to see. It's just told to so. us. Yeah. It's just made me think of that bit from Akira where the doctor's noticing the dome and then just gets crushed. The dome! Oh no, his power's a dome! Ninjas have penetrated the dome. He was at column power level, but now he's become dome. At this rate, he might become sphere. <laughs> he's going to become full orb. This isn't good. Dr. Bison's only at a decahedron. <laughs> Alright, so what happens in this? <laughs> in the end me? Basically nothing! They're really trying to save on animation because a fight does not take place. <laughs> he gets a punch in, doesn't he? In this entire episode of Street Fighter, a show with fight right in the title, we get barely any fighting. There's a little bit of Zangief, he does a clothesline, and then, yeah, like, Ryu throws a punch, and Bison just no-sells it. Yep. God, there was more fighting in the animated series. <laughs> Blanca solved the Middle East crisis. 
Yeah. Wrangler Jared Kush- Kushner in his green. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. There's no fighting in this. Yeah. This Vega never shows up. Fuck off, Street Fighter 2 anime. Uh, like, the only noteworthy thing about this actually is just how much this dub mispronounces things. I would like to point out, by the way, in the opening credits, the credits proudly pronounce that this uh, the series features the voice of Marvin Gardens. And that has to be a <laughs> oh, fake no. name. Like, why? Why did I miss that? Blanca becomes the king of Marvin Gardens. <laughs> I forgot to look and see like who Marvin Gardens is and who he voiced. <laughs> I bet that's Bison. I, I bet that's like the yeah. president of the dub company or whatever. Using a fake name. Cammy just having a nervous breakdown running into the next room and shooting Kim. <laughs> oh yeah, and then uh, Ken he he Are has you like breaking a, down on there. Ken has a nightmare where he like Chun Li yeah. gets killed by Bison. He's like, Wah? and it looks like he's going Super Saiyan to break out of these chains. And then he doesn't. No, the episode just ends. Yep. Oh. Uh. Puts, puts everybody in a precarious position. Zangief has apparently been tri- tricked or microchipped into working for uh, Shadaloo, um Or Shadowlaw or Shabladoo. Whatever you want to call it. Shabadoo. It doesn't matter. Shalimar. Fuck everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ken is still strapped to this uh, metal slab. Uh, and by the way, Here's my metal slab, my my chain to a metal slab rant. Why is it these slabs are always perfectly designed for the person who's on it so that the bindings are like evenly spaced for their wrists and their ankles? Like this is a perfect kin-shaped slab. Only his wrists and ankles and neck are long enough to fit in the holes that the chains go through for this. As opposed to like the chains just wrapping all around the slab, which would make the most sense. The slab didn't was put anybody on it. The slab was made just for me. The enigma of Amigara slab. They do this in anything that like a character is strapped to a table. It's always just like the bindings are built right into the table, but that doesn't make any sense. Because it has to be uniquely designed for them. Well, here's the thing. Uh, as hard as this may be for you to believe, most people are generally the same size. No, that is not fair that God made me this way, but everyone else is normal-sized. Look, most people would... It would be close enough. Why am I four foot five, but everyone else is a healthy six feet? This isn't fair. Well, at least your dad's Danny DeVito, so you have that. Oh no, I need to stop getting angry. When I get angry, I shrink even more. Ugh. Getting tired right now. I think I'm at four feet. Well, I appreciated that very well-reasoned rant. It does make me irrationally upset. So, taking our votes, do we uh, remove (laughs) Street Fighter 2V? Just take it off. I I, kind of get the feeling that this thing is trying so hard to save on its animation budget that not a lot happens. Yeah... We're in episode 20, and, like, the implication is Ryu just learned to do a Hadouken. Yeah. 
And even then he can't do it right. It just blows up in his hands. It's a premature Hadouken. So it's weird because this is supposed to be a Street Fighter 2 anime, but this actually seems more like Street Fighter Alpha. Where it's about younger Ryu and Ken and Chun-Li and everybody. It doesn't really make much sense, but... There's bits during the end credits where it's just like, uh... Travel photos of just Ken and Ryu just having a good time, like, backpacking around Europe. Mm -hmm. I'd watch that anime. Alright, time for Roulette. Find out what we're watching next week. I've got uh, some exciting new stuff on here. I yeah. really hope we land on one of them. I need to remove the anime part of Animated Roulette. Uh, possibly. <laughs> but... Yeah. Uh, for now, we're going to go 1 through 12, although I have just deleted Street Fighter, so if we land on 9, I'll just have to re-roll it. So, okay. 1 through 12. Yes! We landed on 9 again. Awesome. No! We landed we on 11, which is okay. Kaito Sentai Lupin Ranger versus... Keisatsu Sentai Pat Ranger. Just threw like twelve words at me, and Kai, I've heard Kaito like, Kai, Kaito Sentai Lupin Ranger versus okay. Keisatsu Sentai Pat Ranger. Where's the Sentai Zenigata Ranger? I bet he's in there somewhere. Mm. He uh, gets mad and yells Lupin and stomps on his helmet. So I am very happy that uh, in our first entry featuring tokusatsu shows, we have landed on one. Uh, there are 51 episodes of this, so what do you say we start at 25? Yeah, real quick, was this the one? There was one where you're just like, I need to put this thing on the list and I really, really hope we land on this it. This is it. Is this that one? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Because... Is this a legitimate role, or did you just kind of fudge no, this? No, it actually is. <laughs> what What's so great about because you like saw this and immediately knew it needed to be on there? Was it just the name, or did you like see a picture? What? Yeah, yeah. I'm well, trying to understand. Thing, I've seen gifts from this before. There is okay. a Twitter account called Tokusatsu Gifts that does have gifts okay. and stuff. Look, I'm not messing with rolls or we wouldn't have landed on Fist of the North Star twice and we still haven't removed it and it's still on here, so we're going to get that eventually. Sure. Um, I don't know, this was like the one case where you were so jazzed up, I was kind of just like, eh, I wonder if he fudges it this one time. But eh, No, I... I hey, look, whatever. I, I maybe could have, but... You were you were so jazzed about this? I know, I, and I am, we're and going that's with why it. I had an I don't care. break. As as suspect as the circumstances of us landing on this particular one are, look. Sometimes you just I will get go a with good roll. Sure. Like, look, if I actually wanted to fudge it, I would have gone to one of the other animes that we haven't done yet, because there are a couple of those that of, would be pretty good. I don't want to accuse you of basically doing the anime roulette version of card counting here or anything, but there there are a couple here specifically that I've been waiting like. For us to land on since we started this and we still haven't. Yeah, well, one which is day. annoying. Yeah, eventually one we'll day. get to it. But yeah, I, ju I just thought it was super funny that we already got this. Okay, so well, I, yeah. Uh, what do we start at? Twenty-five, you say? Yes. All yeah, right. that sounds sensible. Twenty-five. Uh, We're nothing if not sensible. Well, okay. Well, hmm. 
That's weird, but okay. Yeah, almost as weird as us landing on this particular Sentai show. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I just so want I to give you shit for this endlessly. I want us to stay on it because you were actually so lit up and happy to find this thing that I'm there, genuinely curious what there it is. Was, so. There's an anime on this list that I keep having to update the episode counts on because it's still running. That's good. And I keep it's a great hoping son. that's one I keep hoping that we're going to get. Or Hunter x Hunter again. I really want to watch we... more Hunter x Hunter. We will get to everything because I still think that when we actually have like the precise amount of shows on this roulette that there are left in JoJo's, we just start going through and doing them one after the other. Yeah, which we're probably well, not like to. one after the other. Like we would still roll, but like at that point, we have to remove whatever we want. Yeah, we're so. pretty close at this point, though. Like we've got. Yeah, it's um... not anime roulette; it's just anime list. Yeah. Okay, so this be episode 25. Oh, I am going to give everybody... I said, where are you? Where are you? Here? No. Okay, here. It is... Uh, go to... Jatoku, J-A-T-O-K-U, dot X-Y-Z to stream these. Uh... Because it seems like that's the most comprehensive place. Also, nobody's going to care about pirating these because they're not coming out in the U.S., so whatever. Absolutely not. Um, I'm going to look. Episode 25? Yes, 25 of this is... Gonna be the strongest ever. I mean... That's... A goal? I will also give you a hint of when you go to this website and you click on the episode page or the series page, at first it is not apparent how you actually see the episodes that are available. You have to click on the uh, seasons button, like where it says seasons one or two or whatever. You have to click on that one or mm -hmm. two, and then that'll give you the actual episode list. This website, not super great, but they have all of these episodes. I think we're just lucky we found a site to watch this kind of kind of thing on anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my dumb anime site broke, so I had to watch the English dub of Street Fighter, which yeah. turns out was a blessing, not a curse. Yeah. Okay, so Kaito Sentai Lupin Ranger versus Keisatsu Sentai Pat Ranger, episode 25. I'm never going to remember that name. I'll send you the link immediately. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. All right, so until next time, I'm Larry Davis. I'm Zangif. This is Stand and Deliver! Let's pirate some tokusatsu. Hell yeah.
I'm seeing double here. Four crusties. <laughs>